All right, everybody, we are here with a special guest. This is the first time we've done this. We're having a Flowpoint Method member, Mr. Mike Wagner from the Midwest, specifically Michigan, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, he's obviously a water skier, very avid water skier. Um, he frequents the ball spray forum. He rebuilds boats. What? Um, kind of from scratch, pretty much. <laughs> he's he's just a jack of all trades, and he's um, made some pretty significant life changes as well in the last, I don't know, year or so, plus or minus. I'm going to find out. I'm probably just way off base right now. But With a new baby. With a new he's baby. He's with a new baby. Two babies. Two babies. Two babies. <laughs> yeah. So... Mike, welcome, dude. We're stoked to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, fun to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. Dude, so, so actually the first time, just my uh, first, I guess, brush with you was on Instagram when I saw you restoring old classic boats. Is this correct? Does that mean how long have you you've yeah, been doing yeah. this? How, how'd you get into that? Because it's they're uh, pretty it, legit. Yeah, it happened uh, pretty quick. Like I decided that I like skiing and boats and then all of a sudden I was restoring them, but it's been, uh, been like four years now that I've kind of been into this as a whole. Did you have a previous history with like wrenching on vehicles or classics or did you just kind of teach yourself? I, I do. Uh, my dad has a coffee mug, a uh, Father's Day gift from, uh, you know, us when I was like three years old with my legs sticking out uh, underneath the car, working on it with him. Uh, so he restores vintage race cars actually and has done that. Um, forever so i grew up underneath cars and wrenching on stuff um so that was just kind of came naturally for me that's awesome that's cool. what was yeah what was the first boat the first boat that you tinkered with or rebuilt or put a new engine in repowered you remember first boat that i had uh, was an 87 pro star 190 uh yeah. that was that i just bought myself when i was like 29 so a few years ago first boat that i was around was a 97 Pro Star uh, 205. Um, Dad bought that for the family and had it at uh, grandparents' cottage. But that was uh, like, don't touch the boat. That was Dad's boat. So <laughs> a little bit different. What What made you What made you want to get into this deal? Because I know um, we don't need to get in the weeds, but water skiing is expensive, very expensive. And one of the things that you're doing, I think, is is making it less expensive in a way. Because you've taken older boats and you've repowered them with newer engines, specifically engines where you can run zero off in them. So 07 and newer engines, basically. Yeah, um, it surely is expensive. I have a, a bad tendency to make everything more complex than it needs to be. So it's like rather than keep with one thing that works, let's see what else we can make work. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a small business owner. So a lot of like my my brain's always like, how can we make some money off this? Or how can we make it more efficient or better or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I did take a 91, uh, ski boat from 1991 and put a 2018, uh, Ilmore engine in it. So now it's got zero off. It's a classic ski boat. It's, it's pretty fun. And, uh, I'm in it for gosh, a fifth of the price of a new boat and, yeah. uh, maybe half the price of something that's 10 years old at this point. So that's awesome. That's I, amazing. I feel like yeah. you're setting the trend. I feel yeah. like you're I feel like you're doing something that more people need to do. I know you're not the only one doing it, but. Yeah. Um, I, it, it gets me excited when I see other people doing it, whether it's repowering a new boat that's got high engine hours or taking an old classic and doing something different with it. But it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see that happening and it's not that hard. No, well, yeah, you make it look For easy. You. <laughs> Fair. Maybe, maybe someday in the near future, we'll, we'll get into that 
and uh, maybe do a little tutorial for folks on, you know, do some tinkering, boat tinkering cool. tutorials. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Hey, so yeah. Ba back on skiing, um, when did you first start water skiing? Sounds like more recently. Um, yeah, it was more recently. Uh, I'm 33 now. I, was, I think 29. So just four years ago, basically, back in, in 2019. Um, yeah. How'd you get into it? What I mean, that's... Okay. Later. Yeah, so how did, how did you find out about long, it? So, no, tell us. so grew up with a boat. Uh, grew up with a boat. I went to the Detroit Boat Show with my dad and coaxed him into uh, buying that 97 Pro Star and and probably promised him, yes, I'd learn to ski. But in reality, all I wanted to do was go tubing and ride the neighbor's jet skis. <laughs> and uh, jet skis actually stuck with me for like 20 years because I've always done stuff with handlebars, whether it be mountain biking, dirt biking, yeah. snowmobiling. That was just the next, that was the water sports with handlebars. Yep. Um, and finally just got bored with it. And um, just down the road for me, I'm, I'm kind of in like a lake town. There was a boat for sale and I called my dad. I said, Hey, there's this Mastercraft. Like, that's a good one, right? That's what we had growing up. He goes, Yeah, just just buy it. <laughs> Didn't like ask anything else about it. He's like, It's a Mastercraft. It's fine. Just buy it. Um, so I did that, cleaned it up and I just like polished it, vacuumed it, power washed it. Nothing. Like, I didn't know what I was doing at that time and uh, had some friends out on it. And they're like, All right, where's your skis? Uh, I don't have skis. So we went across the lake. Uh, got some skis and got up on skis for the first time in maybe 20 years. Wow. And then um, yeah, that was maybe in June or July. And it took me like all summer to drop a ski and get on one. And like right before we kind of closed up for the year, uh, I finally was able to drop a ski and stand up on one and like, oh, this is really cool. This is what my dad liked, you know, when I was growing up as a kid and I, I get it now. So it yeah. uh, took a while, but I uh, finally came around can we book, can we book in your ski history? So that was, that was your, that was only four years ago. What's your PB yep. so far? What's your PB? Four years later. I ran a 32 off pass at 36 miles an hour, uh, kind yeah. of on a whim in September this year. So that that's a lot of passes starting at 26 miles an hour yeah. and 15 off going up there. Um, so that was really cool. Now I've run 28 off a handful of times at 32, I'm still not convinced it was at 36. Uh, my driver and coach says it was, but I, it, it went like so well coming around four ball. I was like, Oh, he slowed the boat down. There's no way this is happening, but uh, I guess I ran it. So uh, it, it, yeah, it was pretty it, awesome to, it, to come it that far. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter, dude. It doesn't matter. This, this sport, <laughs> as you know, is so mental that that's, that's worth way more than well, you know, I think it was 36, but uh, it just seemed it felt, uh, felt good. Like, too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. That means you're doing something right. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying. So so let's talk about that. When you say you're doing something right, we um, we kind of know, but let's tell everybody else. In the last year, you've had a physical transformation, but also just like your health and all of it. Give them, give them kind of a rundown of what's happened in the last year or so for you. Yeah, uh, I came across you guys on Instagram, uh, like promising better ski results if you follow this, you know, simple 400 step program. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, uh, 400 steps is an exaggeration, but it's, it's, it's multiple times per week, right? So mm -hmm. it's a lot of exercise, a lot of activity. Um, and I, so I wanted to like ski more buoys and ski better. So that's kind of why I was like, all right, let's, let's sign up uh, for flow point. And I was like, go big or go home. So I just did the year membership right off the bat. Like, all right, now I got money tied up into it. I better use it. 
Um, so it started off off season. I think it was November. Um, and like right when I signed up, I got COVID for the first time. It was just this big bummer. And I felt like, like tired and unmotivated and like, oh, this is like, I'm never going to get to the gym. Um, but finally got around and started doing the, the training and the programming and workouts and started feeling better. And then not too long after it actually didn't, it wasn't like about skiing anymore. One, because it was off season winter in Michigan, you know, you can't ski, but it just finally felt good. To, like all these years of me telling friends or my wife, like, oh, I'm never going to go to the gym. I, I work too hard during the day. Um, I'm too tired. I'm too sore. I have no energy left. And that was like, oh, it's just because I simply wasn't doing anything extra. <laughs> um, <laughs> it turns out I need to move more to, to feel better. Um, so that's, yeah. that's kind of, I forget what the original question was now, but that was the start of me that's doing it. something extra. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, it started off like, all right, if I do this, I'll ski better. But then it just it pretty quickly became if I do this, I'm just going to, I'm going to feel better. So in the last year, I mean, whether it's our stuff, I know you also are or have become, if not gone back to being an avid runner. And that's a huge part of your life is too, too, it looks like. So whether it's flow point stuff or stuff you've learned from the internet or some of your running buddies or coaches, what would you say are like the big three to five takeaways that have really made the biggest difference on your off water health and longevity? Yeah, well, at risk of being a, a teacher's pet here, Jenny, uh, I did your 31-day nutrition challenge uh, twice now, but a year ago, which I guess was January, January. of 2022, mm -hmm. uh, so eat good whole foods, get rid of processed junk, and it's like, it all boils down to that, I think, um, and yep. that that helped a lot. Like, I, I admit I love cookies and ice cream and like <laughs> all, all the desserts. Yeah. Right. Everybody who doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it's, uh, I, w I wasn't like obese and huge, like, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't, um, in really bad shape, but it was just like, you just don't feel as good when you eat poorly. Um, yeah. so just going to whole foods, yeah, it doesn't even have to be all whole food, but just like quality foods, you know what you're eating, um, you're getting rid of like sugar and stuff like that, that really helped. Um, along with that, uh, I used to be a pretty, we'll say avid social drinker. I mean, at least a six pack a week and more on the weekends. And just like, that was just what I did. Um, and now it's maybe like a beer every other month. And I even don't really enjoy it that much. It's like yeah. either I desert we're myself We're sorry. We're sorry we ruined it for <laughs> you. Kind of. No, it's fine. It's uh, it just it feels like I'm. I don't know. It's like I know how good I can feel uh, without it. I guess, yep. and it's like, so, but like I, I in an email to Jenny, I said, you know, I'm I'm still going to enjoy my tournament PB beers, or it's like sometimes oh, after sure. a really long run, it's like it just sounds great. So I'm not. I'm surely not against it, but it's uh, yeah. it's not as fun as it once was. So sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. So yeah, like eating clean, um, way less alcohol, just moving daily too. If I'm not doing flow point, uh, I'm, I'm these days running almost every other day. I do a lot of mountain biking, but my hands get too cold now with it being winter. So that's kind of, <laughs> yeah, you're put in off Michigan. for a little while. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, I got hand warmers and gloves and mittens and I'm still like, I can't feel my fingers. So, um, yeah, just, just keeping active. And actually I crave it now. It's like, if I'm sitting at home and it's like kind of a rest day, or I just know I need to like uh, take it easy. I get a little antsy. Like I need to uh, 
I need to be moving. I need to do something. But you take that day off, right? You still rest? Sometimes. <laughs> Usually, yeah. <laughs> at, at least one day a week, and I definitely have lighter days. Perfect. Perfect. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So eat, eat real food, cut back on alcohol, and move your body. Yeah. yeah. Seems pretty, pretty basic, pretty right? Simple. Pretty simple. What, what was it like, just as far as FPM, what was it like um, using the program off the water for like activity, workouts, things like that? Uh, it's super easy, which is nice. I've kind of, as I mentioned, I always thought I'm just too tired to go to the gym and work out. So I, I'm as, as beginner as it, as it can, as someone could be, as far as, um, movement in a gym, going to a gym and whatever. So, uh, I mean, it's like, I joked as the 400 step process, but it's like, do this, do this. Here's a video. Uh, it's, it's all super easy. You just like, you take all the time you want and, um, yeah, okay. what you guys have put together is really nice. And I don't have to think like, is this right or is it wrong? I'm sure someone might have another take on the best exercise, whatever, but I just feel like it's really quality, a good mix um, of, of exercise and movements. It's never like, oh my gosh, my arms hurt. We've done so many bicep curls you know, for, for weeks on end. It's just like stuff, stuff will come around months later. It's like, oh, we haven't done these in a while. This is, yeah, we're, we're back to this now. So um, it's nice that someone like my did you just PR deadlift recently or something? Um, Not too long ago. Yeah. No, I mean, a while ago at this, it may have been months ago at this point, yeah. but I yeah. think like last yeah. year I got up to like 180 pounds, which for me, having never done it, I was like, all right, that's cool. And then all my friends yeah. were laughing at me like, dude, that's, that's pathetic. <laughs> and then I, I like, uh, I shouldn't say pathetic, but like, whatever. Um, and then like, I don't know, this year is like 300 pounds or 290 or something. So it's like, it's, it's fun to see progress like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see you get back on the water this yeah, year that was gonna be nice. after like this kind of consistent year plus transformation. If you know. Yeah. Me too. Uh, someone that knows me and pretty well and skis with me a lot says you're going to be way too strong for your mental ability <laughs> on the water like you're going to overpower and crank these turns and like be pulling hard so i need to uh i need to get my mind right and something i guess i'll mention i ended up once the ski season came around last year i didn't use flow point like as much as i should as busy um family and the days fly by. So I, I really didn't even like log in for a couple of months and I felt like it was a waste, but I felt like it was also going to be just a mental burden to like add one more thing to my plate. Um, so you did a couple give goes with me, Marcus, but like that was it. And that was a big wasted opportunity there. Like I could have had two free coach sets or passes per month yeah. and yeah. more ski specific drills. So I really am looking forward to doing that this year and kind of both for my own good to get my money's worth and to improve uh, skiing yeah, uh, so that I think will be that'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, go go prove your friend wrong because you're not going to muscle your way through the course. You're going to have the technique, <laughs> you'll have the strength to be able to recover if things don't go as planned. Yeah, that yeah, way. yeah, that's the goal. That's the biggest <laughs> thing, right? Is like, yeah, you know this this was a debate on um, ball spray on a thread recently about can you be too strong, and I think my take is quite simple. It's like, do you have the strength? and range of motion and you know mobility and stability to recover if you have that you're going to be better no matter what the thing is the only place you can get into weeds is if you just go out and you're like you feel like popeye just ate a can of spinach and you're just going to go out and ski like that and just try to do something completely different than normal 
if you if you go into it trying to ski with muscle, yeah, you're going to have problems. But if you go into it understanding that there's still the technical aspect and you have to understand some of the concepts, keep it simple, when you approach your each ski set, you're going to be fine. And where you're really going to see the gains, in my opinion, and I'm interested to see if this is right, is what Jenny said in the recovery process. Because you look at the pros, right. the pros don't ski perfect. What they can do is they can recover. They know when to recover and how to recover and usually have the physical, you know, stature and ability to make that happen. And so that's where I think the biggest gains are. And these are, this isn't like you get broken forward off of one ball and you kiss the tip of the ski and now you're going to be able to recover. Like we're not talking about that. It's actually like micro recoveries, like moments in time where you would otherwise probably get out of position the boat's going to hit you too much you're not going to be able to hang on to it so you're either going to let up you know one to two after a bad one or you're just going to kind of like fairly squeak around too now you're not even going to notice that in my opinion because you have the strength in that moment when you slightly get out of position to micro recover and instantly get back into that effective position that's my take yeah and because, makes sense. because of your give-goes that I see and your cleans are just improving so much that recovery of getting your hips up is going to be just like no-brainer now. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, if, if Jenny can fix my cleans uh, in the gym, you can probably fix yeah, some skiing a little bit you're too. <laughs> I won't need to. That's the great thing is if you fix yeah, the know, cleans yeah, in yeah. the gym, <laughs> if you fix your movement in the gym, it's going to happen on the water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're uh, it's well, mid-March now. So kind of two months until we're really back on the water. We'll get out in a month, but it's like cold, wet suit skiing isn't the best test to no. uh, see how things are going. So no. I'll just patience will be key here. Are you, Mike, I don't even know. Do you <clears throat> ski on public waters? Are you on a private lake? Where do you ski at? Mostly, um, uh, private lake ski course, um, some man-made lakes and, uh, most common those, uh, uh, ski club I belong to is a gravel pit lake, uh, super beautiful area. It's, it's a blessing to be out there. Um, I do keep a boat on public water and, uh, try to maintain a course, uh, but it doesn't really work that well. Uh, we get out there a couple mornings a week though, just for like, it's kind of the morning run, the morning exercise, the sun's coming up just for some free skiing, which is pretty fun too. Oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's music to our ears right you, here. You gotta, you gotta love it to maintain a course on public water. You really have to love it and you have to be yeah. passionate about it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I love it that much. Yeah, I, I tried for a year and a half and it just, uh, you'd go out 9, uh, 9 PM, like as the sun's setting the night before, make sure everything's straight and replace the buoy and it'd just be gone the next morning. Someone beat you out there and like snagged it or something. So it's a battle, but, uh, yeah, it makes the, uh, the ski club nice. That's for sure. What projects this year are you looking forward to, whether it's off the water, um, with your own, you know, personal fitness goals on the water with skiing goals or in the shop, with another boat project. What, yeah. what are you looking for? What are you looking <laughs> you know forward what I, to? I'll be honest, what I really need to do is build a deck behind my house. Uh, I know that doesn't fit one of your three uh, <laughs> criteria awesome. there, but um, I just, I just did the kitchen backsplash. That was like, I bought all the materials four years ago and just got to it last <laughs> week. So <laughs> the deck's been Sounds like, right. all right, I got to do this. Um, I've, I've honestly, I'm probably not going to do a whole lot of boat stuff this year. I have a couple um, old boats I need to finish cleaning up and, and list for sale. 
super busy now with the family, wife and two daughters, and uh, in, in a good way, priorities have changed, and it's it's amazing yeah. how uh, how much time just disappears with them. But it's fun too. Like I used to not want to just sit at home and do nothing, but now I sit at home and uh, watch them grow up and interact with them. So it's uh, suddenly not that I don't want to do um, boat projects and out in the shop or the garage. Uh, but it's just kind of like my, I guess my interests are shifting just a little for now, but I'm, I'm sure check back in a few months, I'll be like knee deep in, <laughs> in some repower or some big engine swap. Um, but right now I'm not planning anything Just trying to leave myself open a little bit. I'm waiting. I'm going to see on Instagram in a couple months, one of your littles under the motor box leg sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> Asking yeah. for a half inch wrench. <laughs> yeah, or, or hiding it, one of the two. But yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. That's, how, how old are your kids, your girls? Uh, nine months and about two and a half right now. Does the two and a half year old like the water? She likes the water. Uh, I probably ruined her for a couple of years trying to get her up on, or I, I, I held her and got up on combo skis and she screamed the whole time till we stopped. So. I can't say she likes skiing yet, but she does like <laughs> swimming and splashing around. And uh, it's like boat show season now. So we tell her we're going to go to the boat show and she keeps saying boat show, like in her, in her own little way. And she likes to go run around and, uh, inside. So yeah, she, she's, she's good like that. Well, that's fun. You just, you just had to take her, didn't you? You just had to see what it was going to be like, get her out there on combo. Yeah. You know, you see like some of these pro skiers on Instagram mm -hmm. or online with their kids up really early, like way younger than she was. I thought, oh, they can do it. I can do it. But it was a little uh, you know, to each their own, I guess. They're all a little bit different. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm stoked you tried. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's can't, no harm, no really foul, I guess. In the long run, it's not yep. really going to hurt. No. No. Yeah. I mean, this has been a four-year trajectory back to skiing um, and you still seem quite passionate about it. So I don't know if you're going to quit skiing anytime soon. No. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Anything you want to share about that kind of that uh, progress, that trend line? That's a that's quite steep of a trend line. You just started four years ago. I know you're quite athletic anyway, but you went from dropping a ski to, you know, running 32 off 36 miles an hour. Like just some of the things that worked for you along the way. If If you can kind of zero in on a few of those things, you know. Yeah, um, I'm I'm blessed to have a ski partner at our club that's like good coach, good driver, um, and again consistency with that, and like listening to him, like you do do what he says, um, things come together, and you know do what you say, do what anyone says that can coach well, and and that uh, that surely helps. Um, Anything else that you think contributed, or like just something unique to you, like. Cause yeah. you, know, you did other skills, your other sports. And was there anything that you transferred over where you like, you took some method or approach to the way you jet ski to the way you mountain bike or whatever. And you're like, all right, I know how to like learn a new skill. Um, I'm just going to take this, these couple things I'm really good at doing or that I uh, approaches to things and apply it to skiing. Is there anything like that that you can think of? Yeah. It seems like there should be, but I don't, I can't think of anything. I don't want to say there's not, but it, everything else I've done, like I said, it kind of had handlebars. You could power your way through it. You know, there's some technique, but it was like, just build a bigger engine and go faster or something yeah. like that. Or skiing. It, like I, 
I think about skiing way too much. I'll be out running like two hours in and I'm just like picturing left, right, left. You know, it's kind of like I do a lot of visualizing with that. Um, that's huge though. That's infinite, the part. Yeah. yeah I would say and that's I, I know, something important for yeah. sure. Yeah, for right sure. There. I know we talk about it a lot. Um, and I obviously think of more than just left, right, left, right. But I just like, I'll be out running with my arm out thinking, okay, like there's <laughs> um, stuff like that. So there's, there's That's obviously awesome. infinite room for improvement, uh, skiing. And I like that challenge. Like you can never win. No one's ever run 43 off there. And if they do, there's going to be the next shortest yep. line. Um, so for me, skiing is just so much mental as well as physical. It's just, it's, it's engaging. It's fun. Um, the community I've met, uh, tournaments have a love hate relationship right now. Uh, I, I hate to admit, like I, I smashed a ski over a fence after a tournament. Once I was so mad at it. I said, I quit. I put my boat for sale on ski it again. <laughs> like, no way you were done. Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I, I'm very passionate about what I do, which has like a negative as well. Like for a week I was like, I'm, I'm done. I deleted our, our ski club uh, group chat off my phone. I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm just done with this sport. Like anything else. Uh, that was a couple of years ago and I'm, I'm ashamed of what I did. Um, but and learn. The, uh, so yeah. So, but I, I just, on my desk next to me here, I have like this year's tournament list. There's like 15 or 20 tournaments that I, I plan to ski at. And, and I've, I'm like the king of blown openers. Like if I, if I ski an opener, it's amazing. Then usually it's like round three, I'll finally get it. So, but, but it's fun. Um, I love being on the dock with, with others and watching and learning and talking. And some guys are, are new, you know, this year and some guys have been doing it for, for 50 years. So it's just, it's been a great community and that's, uh, that's like half of it for me. It's, it's my own performance and, and the fun I enjoy on the water and then the community, uh, as well, uh, is, is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, awesome. pretty crazy, good community. It's a great way to build that, that fabric, that connection between other humans, mm -hmm. you know, people who like to yeah, stay yeah. active. You got, like you said, people have been skiing for 50 years, still skiing at tournaments. Right. It's quite, yeah, quite nice. That kind of gives me we, hope, like take care of myself and, and maintain like a certain level of fitness and, and stay healthy. And I got 50 years of skiing ahead of me. It's not something that I have to give up in, in five years because of some weird reason. So we're going to have to work on the openers though. Just a little bit, just a little <laughs> <I> bit, <know. laughs> but, but I will, I, I think the, the cool thing is um, you, I asked you like, what's one thing that, maybe contributed to this really steep trend line from the last four years when you started skiing to now, I think you just said it without saying it was you are very passionate about this and you're very hungry for overcoming that next challenge, whatever it is, physical, mental, otherwise. And I think that's it. It doesn't get much simpler than that. Yeah. You know, and you're, yeah, and you're, think, uh, you're thinking about it. You're like, okay, uh, I'm thinking about skiing on my run. I'm thinking about it probably when I'm trying to go to sleep sometimes you're it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of overtaken your life a little bit. And I think as long as you nurture that in healthy ways, and obviously you don't, you know, you're, you're switching your priorities to your family, which is tremendous. That's, that's yes. probably the most important thing, but also this is a healthy outlet. And I think you're um, you, you're finding your cadence with it. And I'm, I'm excited to see what happens this year on the water. Yeah. 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 Me too. It's, it's a healthy uh, stress relief, uh, if nothing else, just to go and, and give it your all and uh, like everything else disappears for a little bit and it 
in a way it makes the rest of my life better. I just, I'm like a happier person after a, a ski set, sometimes even after bad ski sets. So like, you know yeah. what, that was great. Get to try again. Uh, try next time. So. That's awesome. That's Love the it. attitude. Yeah. You got to have that attitude because it's never going to be perfect and it's not always going to be no, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's intrinsically worthless or it, it's extrinsically worthless. You don't get, you're not making money off skiing, but intrinsically it's, Prices. it does something you can't, you can't explain. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's part of, I don't want to say like my, my whole new lifestyle, but just like, you gotta be pretty healthy to ski. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it all plays into each other, right? Or like everything plays in, into it. Um, eating well, exercising, mobility, skiing, um, other cross training, cycling, cardio, uh, running, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. It's it's a good mix. Um, so skiing is a big part of it, but it's just in in the big picture. It's also just a portion compared to everything else that uh, kind of goes into it. I might be motivated like, by, by skiing. The skiing is yeah. the, the carrot, right? Skiing, I mean, with low points, skiing is the carrot that gets people to start yeah. eating better and taking yeah. care of themselves and sleeping better and maybe lowering their stress and finding a new community and all of it, you know? Right. It's, it's great. Yeah. You, you just worded it a lot better than I did, but no, <laughs> thank I you. I don't think so, but that's, yeah. It's, it's, ama- it's amazing what getting, what, what aiming for one or two more buoys added to your PB will do to your life. <laughs> You're just aiming at so. like <laughs> one or two more buoys, but then somehow well, you can transform like... your life just by doing that yeah. accidentally. Yeah. You're happier. You're I think happier. A, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people never understand that, right? Like, what's the point? You ski around buoys, that's that's lame. Um, but yeah, once you like, once you get that that fever for it, it's uh, I don't want to say like at all costs, but it's like, what can I do to, to get there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, we would love to have you out to California sometime, yeah. uh, camp or otherwise. We we like to mountain bike yeah. too, so gnarly um, mountain biking there. Mountain bike, ski, all of it. It'd yeah. be fun. I'm going to get out there. If not this year, pretty soon. I'd like to do that. Awesome. Sounds good. Um, anything else you want to let the world know before we uh, sign off? Not really. Thanks to uh, both of you for an awesome program. And I've, I've told others, you know, even if you don't ski like half, half, more than half of it, like you wouldn't know it's ski related. It's just, it's good exercise. So uh, it's, it's been fun. And I appreciate you guys giving me something to, uh, to follow along with and feel better with. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. Thanks yeah. for putting the yeah. effort. Like, that's the thing is we can make the program, but you got to do it. And yeah. Someone's got to so do it, right? Someone's <laughs> got to do it. So thank you. you you've, you've committed to it and it's it's showing. It's yeah. making a difference. So yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you again for believing in us and, and for coming on and yeah. talking to us. This wasn't yes, that bad, you. was it? wasn't too bad it's my first uh the only zoom i've done ever was with flow point or uh jenny for yep. her nutrition stuff like I, yep. i'm just not a video chat whatever but uh no, this is good wasn't too bad you're yeah. a pro look at your background and look at i know like exactly i know you're not supposed to be backlit you should know this no, just kidding. we we do but you know what <laughs> this little cabin has few options no that's yep. great yep well thanks again mike we're stoked to have you on board we're stoked to 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 see you take a, a couple minutes out of your day for this. And, yeah. um, yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, I guess we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks again, man. Sounds good. Yeah. You guys take care. All right. You too. See you.